What I discovered in, in researching the uh, demo was that there were a lot of things that made them different. One being that they are huge rejectors of things like height, and they're very brand loyal, but they're very brand loyal to premium brands like Apple and Amazon that they trust. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. We set out from the start that we weren't gonna, we weren't gonna hype this audience. We're not gonna try to make them do anything. We're gonna try to make them feel like they're part of a community and we're not gonna do things like caller number nine or listen at this time and that time. Brand With On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the media morphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. If you live in Northeast Ohio or follow the trades, you likely notice the campaign asking, who is Jenny? This time we find out. We talk to the mastermind of this rare multimedia radio launch, Jeff Lynn. Background with companies like Town Square, NRG Media, and iHeartRadio made Jeff uniquely suited to coordinate all aspects of his outdoor, video, audio, and social media campaign. It's been really successful. Now, Cleveland has met Jenny, and so can you. Brand Fund the Man is proud to welcome Rubber City Director of Operations, the one and only Jeff Lynn. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how are you? Hey, Jeff. Glad you're here. So one question to start, what made you and your team decide that this was the direction you wanted to go and that now was the time for Jenny? We do uh, two strategic planning sessions a year for each radio station. And we were one of, I think, maybe two or three terrestrial radio stations that were still in the smooth jazz format. And we kind of came to the conclusion in our last strategic meeting that that had become a uh, Spotify or a Sirius XM format, and there just was never going to be. We've been in the format eight years and really had failed to uh, to grasp a big enough audience share to move the ratings or the uh, revenue. And oddly enough, I said to our owner in that meeting, I said, you know, I got something spinning around in my head. I'm not quite ready to show it to you. He said, take your time, get it the way you want it, and then show it to me. And, and about Four or five weeks later, I said, okay, I'm ready. I want to show you I'll show you what I'm thinking here. Jeff, being one of the first stations to specifically target millennials and certainly position it that way, what things are you doing differently that you might not do in any other format? What we um, discovered or what I discovered in, in researching the uh, demo was that there were a lot of things that made them different. Uh, one being that they are uh, huge rejectors of things like hype, and they're very brand loyal, but they're very brand loyal to premium brands like Apple and Amazon that they trust. So we set out from the start that we weren't gonna we weren't gonna hype this audience. We're not gonna try to um, you know make them do this or that. We're not gonna try to make them do anything. Instead of pushing them where we want them, we're gonna try to pull them along with us. We're gonna try to make them feel like they're part of a community, and you know through social media and through various other tactics that they're part of this community and part of this big group in Cleveland and not just being directly marketed to. And, and we're not going to do things like caller number nine or listen at this time and that time and just try to tap into the way they live. And if it's a very disposable group, too. I mean, I was in Columbus, Ohio this last weekend, and I noted, uh, and I was in D.C. a couple of weeks before that, noticed the, uh, the little scooters that you can rent and just use them for a while and then just drop them. I mean, to me, that just kind of epitomizes this group and that it's very disposable. You know, we'll use it until we're done with it. So we want to get in that community and keep with that community, give them music discovery, 
and hopefully give them something that they're not getting anywhere else without hyping at them. Yeah. And for those who've been in a cave so far this year, Jeff, can you tell about your teaser campaign for Jenny and kind of what made it happen? What made it so effective? Well, we when we decided to finally go, um, we wanted to wait a while for a lot of reasons. Again, I have a very benevolent owner, and we knew that some of the people that were on the wave on the smooth jazz station weren't going to make the cut over to Jenny. And he First thing he said to me, if we do this, I'm not firing people at Christmas. I just simply won't do it. So we started ahead of time, uh, quite a bit ahead of time. And in December, we went up uh, outdoor in Cleveland with a a campaign, hashtag, who is Jenny? Uh, I had street people. And because we really weren't selling anything until the new format rolled out in January, we had sales managers and everybody hitting the streets with little cards, who is Jenny? We were sticking them in grocery stores and in frozen food counters and anywhere you could think of. We also had a bunch of, um, I call them real estate signs, those ones that you stick in the ground that said, who is Jenny? We had those on virtually every on and off ramp in Cleveland. We had a, um, a stencil made up and I had street teams going around in front of places like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, First Energy Stadium, places like that, stenciling on the sidewalk, who is Jenny? And we did that for a month. What kind of reaction did you get to that? It was crazy because the only way they could, could contact us was through social media because obviously we didn't want to tip our hand as to who Jenny was. And it was just amazing that the television stations all reached out. Um, people were speculating on social media that it was everything from a new business to a new ice cream. Some people even said that maybe it's a radio station. Uh, one of our competitors here, uh, not a competitor to Jenny, but a, you know, a longtime, very famous station, WMMS. They were thinking, well, MMS has got to be up to something. You know, the the uh, speculation was that um, the morning man had recently uh, been involved with a uh, uh, a woman of ill repute. Let's put it that way. So they thought maybe maybe that was Jenny. Uh, you know, <laughs> they had done a whole thing about that. And maybe wow. Jenny is a prostitute, maybe. You know, it was all these crazy things. Wow. And, you know, we just sit back and, and enjoyed the heck out of it. Once you got the format on the air, Jeff, what have you been doing off the air that's different from your average radio station? We did, uh, and I hadn't seen this done in a number of years, and obviously it's a lot easier to do it now in this day and age of the internet and metadata and RDS and all that. But we bought a uh, heavy electronic billboard campaign in Cleveland that has Jenny 10,000 songs in a row and then flashes now playing and puts up title and artist hoping that that would, uh, would generate a lot of sampling. Uh, we've gone back out onto the streets with uh, virtually all the things I talked about before. Now they say, I am Jenny, with the logo, the URL, and uh, we've been plastering those all over town as well. Great street attack. So you launched the format with 10,000 songs in a row. After that, what's next for Jenny? Well, the next steps are, uh, they had a morning show in there. It's not going to be a typical morning show. It's not going to be a big cast of characters or ensemble or, you know, morning zoo or anything like that. It's going to be very uh, focused toward the demo. Um, we'll talk about female lifestyle stuff. We will, uh, we've already been looking at doing things like girls night out at the Cleveland Aquarium and wine events and purse event on Tuesdays and stuff like that. So. All the stuff that will happen that we'll bring on the air now, in addition to the music, which is unique to anything you're going to hear in Cleveland, will hopefully be geared toward the music, but geared toward that demo as well. We're just going to try to stay hyper-focused with those people. And going back to what I said in the beginning, we're not going to hype them, but we're going to invite them to be part of our community. 
I'll have an afternoon show too, and a midday show, and then uh, evenings and overnights will be music intensive. So I've got to ask Jeff: Is anybody else in Cleveland like marketing like you guys are, or are you really standing out during the launch? We're standing out right now, and I hope it stays that way. But uh, yeah. right now, there's uh, there's really nobody else doing any uh, any outside campaigns that I've seen at all. That's great. Good for you guys. Well, I love the digital billboards because I remember, you know, many, many, many years ago, Kipper being at Conclave and seeing that uh, KS95 in Minneapolis had somehow done that. And that was way before internet and everything else. I always thought that would be a cool thing to bring back. Well, like I said, with digital boards now, it's much easier to do. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Great idea. Now, there's a really talented radio guy, Jeff Lynn. He's Rubber City's Director of Operations. Somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear from you. Just email your suggestions to show at brandwithondemand.com. And to make sure that we email you the show notes every episode, along with other information, experiences, and opportunities designed to help you make great radio, enroll today, brandwithondemand.com, or email us, show at brandwithondemand.com. Coming up, Jeff Lynn shares things he knows now that he really wishes he knew before he started that format launch. What is it that makes Music Master the favorite choice of radio programmers all around the world? Ask CKRM's Colin Lovequist. Music Master has just eased the workload and the stress, giving me more time to spend with the community. The real question is, why will you choose Music Master? Find out at musicmaster.com. If you're in radio, chances are you stress over money. Let the financial freedom tool ease your mind by pinpointing opportunities to improve your finances. Created by radio people, great for radio people. Take control of your future. Learn more. Click the banner at brandwithondemand.com. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brandwith On Demand. We're with Jeff Lynn, Director of Operations at Rubber City Radio. Jeff, going through a format launch, starting a brand new station, a brand new format, what things do you know now that you wish you'd really known before you got started? You know, I think I knew it, but I may have forgotten it. And that is virtually every city has the radio boards online. And there are people on there who watch those religiously. I think one thing I know I would do differently is not register the URL as quickly as I did because some people found it. Now, I didn't get to critical mass in the community and spoil the launch, but all of a sudden on the radio boards, I'm seeing. Rubber City Radio has registered Jenny1073.com. That must be Jenny. Well, you know, to the people in the radio community, I'm sure it, it tipped it off a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was disappointed that we didn't keep it quite as secret as I hoped going in. You know, and the other thing, and I don't know if this is right, wrong, or, or whatever, but uh, it probably worked better because of we had the chance to do the, the longer teaser campaign. But this is the longest run-up I've ever had to a format launch. I mean, I, I usually do them in four, five, six days. And this was a good solid two months after we decided to do it before we hit the launch sequence on January 3rd. So that was longer than I was comfortable with. I wish we hadn't gone that long, but the flip side of it is it did allow us to do the nice teaser campaign. So mainly I would um, watch out for the spies a little bit closer than I did. Mm Mm-hmm. Good advice. Indeed. Our thanks to one busy guy, Jeff Lynn, launching a brand new format in Cleveland. He's Director of Operations at Rubber City Radio. You can find all kinds of more information about the brand new Jenny. It's available at brandwithondemand.com. And coming up next, 
After a really impressive run in radio, now he helps media brands create, develop, and monetize original branded content, kind of like, uh, your next podcast. We talk with the founder of Amplify Media, Steve Goldstein, next. That's a wrap, Jennifer. Life is better with a checklist. We'll talk about making the right kind of checklist in one minute, Mark Nice. Find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wise. And in the end, the profits you take are built upon the brand with you make. Or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. Brandwith on demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwith on demand.